Hold on. I gotta call the girls. Hey. Hey, cousin. Hey, girl. All right, let's get into it. Thank you for listening to Calling the Girls Podcast. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Calling the Girls Podcast. My name is Stephanie. My name is Jasmine. My name is Crystal. My name is Tempest. And welcome to Calling the Girls Podcast. Um, so this is um season. Well, this is episode six of season one, a series which we are calling Putting Me First. Um, in this season, we've been focusing on elevation, um, maintaining our spirituality, and falling in love with ourselves and learning how to love others. Um, so today's episode topic is investing in yourself. Um, so before we get into our deep um, girl talk, Jasmine, can you start us off with some words of wisdom? Okay, so hey y'all. So we know it's February, which means it's Black History Month. Whoop whoop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> today, I wanted to take a brief moment to recognize Stacey Abrams. If you don't know who she is, she is a political leader. She's a voting rights activist and a New York um, Times bestselling author. She served eleven years in the Georgia House of Representative and seven years as a Democratic leader. And she is the first woman in Georgian to deliver the response of a state of the state union. And after witnessing the wit after witnessing the gross mismanagement of the 2018 election by the Secretary of State Office, Abrams had launched a fair fight to ensure that every American has a voice in our election system through programs such as Fair Fight 2020 and the initiative to fund and train voter protection teams in 20 background states. So there's a quote that I came across that stood out to me um, that she said, we will all at some point encounter hurdles to gaining access and entry, moving up and conquering self-doubt. But on the other side is the capacity to own opportunity and tell our own story. Mm. So with that being said, I would like to say a little prayer for us all, our audience, if you are listening and you may not be spiritual or religious, but that's okay. I will pray over you all every anyway. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another day to come together on the Calling the Girls platform, a platform where we can come together in womanhood, a platform where we can be our authentic self a platform where we aspire to inspire others to become their best selves and to step into the next chapter of their lives in confidence and high hopes. Father God, we pray that each listener becomes inspired, connected, or finds joy with the content that's being shared. We pray that your light shines through everything we do and that you continue to do your great works in us and on this earth. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, girl. All right. Ma'am. <laughs> Yes. All right. Okay, thank you so much, Jasmine, for those words of wisdom. Yeah, I am super excited about this part because we actually have a guest today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, and it is um uh, my good friend Tippin. Hey, AKA hey Tippin. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl, how are you? Listen, I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. I feel the 
energy through all of y'all right now. Yes. yes. Come on, energy. Yes, yes. energy. Come on, universe. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, Tempest live next door. Girl, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> cannot <laughs> we always ask each other like girl can you hear me and do I be loud and you know <laughs> these walls are thin <laughs> so well we want to welcome you to um calling the girls podcast it's so it's such an honor to have you on here um so okay so for I know a lot of this is your first time on the show and um you know, uh, you met Crystal um, earlier and uh, Jasmine. We also have uh, another co-host, uh, Fatima, but she couldn't be here today. Um, so we want to just send some prayers out to her and her family. Um, now, this podcast, as we all know, is all um, located on um, a major platform such as Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, and Anchor. Um, so, you know, this is your first time here, and we just wanted you to, you know, talk about, you know, who you are, what do you do. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself um, in general. Um, so a little bit about me. I am, I recently had a birthday. Um, Happy birthday. I'm in a new chapter mentally. Um, so I stepped into my 28th grade. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you. Yes, Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> today yes. is my one of my other best friends' birthday today too. Shy. Oh yeah, shout, shout out to Shy. Hey, shout birthday. out to Shy. Happy birthday, girl. <laughs> but um, yeah. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm very reserved. Yeah, I didn't realize it until like um last year. I started my healing journey. I cried all last year. Girl, me too. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's I'm with you, and I'm still crying this year. <laughs> hey. I would cry. Last year, I, I shared tears. Okay, I, you know, <laughs> so what's going on? I feel like I've been praying and asking for healing. I've been praying and asking. That's healing, though. Yeah, and just healing is ugly. about who I am. You know, yeah. Um, but a little bit that I do know about me, I do know that I'm very genuine. I have a huge heart. Like sometimes I think my heart is bigger than my own body and my own height. Wow. Um, a, a, a little bit about my personality. I'm very, very strong opinionated, but I'm mm-hmm. all passionate within reason. Um, I will say like, for the most part, like what I have going on, I'm an entrepreneur. So I really don't work for anybody right now. And it's a struggle. Like spiritual trying to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard. And like, sometimes I'll be looking at my bills like. <laughs> Girl, but Girl. won't he do it? Won't <laughs> he do it though? Yes. He has. He has. Yeah. One thing we always talk about on the podcast is like um trying to figure out like, you know, how we balance work and and you know, in your in your life. Um and you know, um some of us are part-time, some of us are full-time, but I've I've noticed the comparison like for us like um I am I'm part-time. Um and also, you know, um I think Jasmine may be part-time, Crystal may well, Crystal has her own business. Oh, okay. uh, Fatima, um, she has her own business, but she also um, helps her mom with her business. Um, <clears throat> and you know, we all have different lifestyles. But what I what I do know that 
um, notice about us that whenever, like, whenever we encounter like a full time position or carrying a big business or something like that, it is a lot. It's a it's a lot compared to like me. My schedule is kind of more flexible or whatever. Um, but it's part time. But fi- it's it's part time and it's really good. Um, with, as when it comes to like workload and stuff like that. However, on the financial side, it's totally different. <laughs> mm. So um, I could I could see like as far as like mentally, um, being part time and you know lo- um with the workload and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, just um, leaning more on God, I feel more mentally good. But financially, I find myself like, what in the hell? But like at the same time, how like how I feel when like bills and stuff come, I always be like, dang, like how did I, I only make this much, but how in the world did I pay all of this? Because I'm like, my funds don't add up to, you know, my bill, <laughs> yeah. my bills, but you know, that like I said, God always makes a way. So it's it's I just really I just really love you know love how they always um work out for me. Um, but what I was going to say is how do you balance work in your life? For me, <clears throat> yeah. So I have a, a app called Anuity. I swear I think I'm saying that wrong. Mm-hmm. That's my booking app. Now, granted, I have some clients who are very disrespectful with my time and be asking me, oh, when are you free? Mm. Yeah. What's my app say? Like, what does my schedule say? And then, you know, I do have a lot of clients who really love me, really feel like I do well working with their children. Oh, I'm a private mobile teacher. So to get me in your house is you have to book me. You start off with a consultation, just like a lawyer's office and everything, because it's a service. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure we're a right fit. And I want to make sure I'm a good fit to help your child become a baby Einstein. Um, the only thing to say about that is I'm not going to make your child the next genius. I really can't do that. But what I can do is give them the tools and teach them the ethics and, and, and hold them accountable for them learning integrity, for them to be able to be that past three and a half. Um, right. I'm certified internationally from six weeks old um, to three and a half. But my goal is to, now that I'm thinking about, it, I want to go up to six, but my passion is the earlier stages. Like the toddlers. Yes, because I feel like we don't give them credit in them yeah. first three years. Yeah. And they're really smart. Like they're smart. Yeah. They're innovative. I mean, what my one of my other clients surprised me yesterday and was like, Miss Tempest, I know how to do this because I only like for them to call me Miss Tempest. I ain't too grown. Don't be calling me by my last name, making me feel like I'm one of them them old teachers. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them call me by my first name. That's okay. I ain't, you know, I ain't there yet where I need the M S S whatever. But I say that to say this, I like to build a rapport. So for me, in my day-to-day life, I the minimum I tell parents, because I do have a two-hour block, but I always tell parents, if your child is daddy dance, you don't need me for three hours. Mm-hmm. But I always recommend the three-hour because you get more of me. And plus, it's an extra uh, hour for me to be able to bond. And I may have missed something in the first hour, whatever case may be, because we're all humans. And I tell parents that. Working mm-hmm. with you, are able to not only suffer <laughs> on what your child is doing, but you're going to also do some self-reflection as well as the parent and as yourself. Um, I'm in the process of putting together a crash course for parents and for teachers who want to teach 
and use my methods because believe it or not, people are finding out about me and they're just asking me my tips and techniques. I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. but I'm working on that and I'm trying to be able to at least start with maybe Zoom or whatever and kind of like pick their brains, what they, you know, what they want to learn. But I'm probably going to do a survey first. Yeah. Step is really good at helping me slow down regroup yes yeah i'm all about slowing down child. all about that but <laughs> i'm like no boom we're going right now like <laughs> that's me like it ain't gonna be too hard we're gonna have bumps along the way that's me um, yeah. um that's my background i have two bachelors in business and i would be a liar to say that i'm not a risk taker and i am yeah uh, that's how so that's yeah um, one thing I wanted to say because I heard you uh say, you know, um, like sometimes people just randomly hit you up and be like, Oh, can you when you available? So, I Crystal has uh multiple um businesses. Crystal, do you ever run into that problem where people will like hit you up individually and you know start asking you questions or instead of just going onto your website and booking an appointment? Girl, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that for you? Um every now I get frustrated. Like like, girl, people don't read. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to be professional about how I handle it, but I'm so used to it now. So I'll be like, Chris, just say what you gotta say, shoot the quick test, and that's it. But I also tell them like this stuff is on there so they can know for future reference. And then that's how I just leave it. Yeah. I bet that could be kind of annoying. So it looks like yeah. there's no way around that. That's just kind of how the yeah. games go when you got your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Tim, reflecting on your life, uh, like your entire life, <laughs> entire oh. life, we're <laughs> um, just going to step back in the past for a second. Okay. Um, how have you changed from the person that you used to be to the person you are now? Ooh, so how deep we going? We going like past relationship? Every or- everything, like you about you in general, like as you as a person, like you know, so, you know so- how people think they know you, and then you're like, Well, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's not me. Um, well, I will tell you, like, for people that knew me when I was younger, especially like when I was like a little jit. You know, that's the that's the Florida coming out. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was a youngin', um, I was very shy. Wow. Shy. I was a nerd. Oh, God, I was a nerd. I read books every day. Girl, I read books. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics to songs, never could sing, like, back then. But then mm-hmm. I and I was like, okay. And, you know, I was a little Um... Um, the other part about me was I was scared of who Tempest was. Like back then I felt like I was known as to everybody as Lil Temp or Temp. Now mm-hmm. I can say who Tempest is. Right. I'm not that shy girl no more. I'm not that that little flower bulb that just was so afraid to poke out when the sun hit it. Like I'm 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 blossom, baby. Like I'm out here. And it took me it took my grandfather leaving this world to say, oh, it's so I can't rely on a guide anymore. 
Not saying mm. that God was never the first in the head of my life. Oh, always. He ain't never left. But I had an angel guide that was physically here. And when he left, my whole world just shattered. Mm. I didn't even know what depression was. And then it seeped in. Mm. I was like, wow. So I've been depressed and didn't know. Or I've had anxiety and I didn't know. Or I've really been this person. Yeah. so blind because this person made sure I was straight. Yeah. But win, lose, or draw, this person had me. And when you lose something like that, that's sacred to you, you are lost. Wow. Mm-hmm. And now that I went through my first year last year and my healing year, I, I'm honestly able to say that. I couldn't even talk about my granddaddy without crying. Like, now I can because I'm happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that he I know that face. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, now where I'm at in my life, if it wasn't for those tools, those ethics, that integrity, that that amount of if I didn't have that, mm-hmm. I don't know who I would be today. I don't think I would have ever known who Tempest was. I think I've probably still been identifying myself as Lil Temp or Temp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's giving you hope or inspiration or peace right now in your life? my dad and step know how I feel about my daddy mm-hmm. I wasn't a daddy's girl while my da- grandfather was living because that was my world I mean even though my dad was my first male love because obviously he made me and that was the first man to get to say so um but it's him it's my dad's health um that's not really declining because I'm not going to claim that I'm going to claim right. a stand still Right, and it could mm-hmm. be, and it will be better. Um, mm-hmm. me doing what he asks of me, as well as what I've been engraved to do as a person, mm-hmm. pull him out of it because he is defenseless. Like he can't fight fully by himself to help him, you know, progress in his health. And I really think with me having no children, I being married, I really think that. If I had to choose on what would make me wake up and realize I got to keep going no matter what is him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, so what are your, what's your next step or what do you plan? What's your next chapter looking like for you in your life? I know you just had a big birthday. Um, so um, this new season that you stepped into, this new chapter that you stepped into, uh, what are your next steps in life? Um. I'm ready to travel more. And I think what I'm going to start back doing is where I find the most peaceful places to think reset is I'm going to my hardest. If I don't touch water, I at least need to go and be within nature. Yeah. I really feel like that is what's separating me to tap deeply into where I want to be spiritually. Me yeah. and- Earth itself and the universe. I really think, yes, girl. I think you've been reading my mind. It's so girl. funny because the other day, well, one, I want to say this. Um, I remember before, um, me like when me and Tempest was having a conversation about my transition, 
um, to South Carolina, one of the things that she said was, I'm a water baby. I got to be by the water. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad to hear you say that you want to spend more time by the water um, because uh, that was one thing that I wanted to do. And like, since I've been focusing on this year, being intentional about life and slowing down like this, like where I'm at in life, I'm really in the process of just slowing down and accepting um, that this is, Except like what we talked about it in our last episode is just enjoying the process um, that that I'm in right now. So being um, going into a slow living and being more intentional, I can definitely agree with that Uh, because I did say the other day that I kind of want to spend more time near the water and and with nature. Yeah, because it's I mean, for me, stuff like I told you, I I mean, I. I had my my workout regimen, and I had it where before I even took the job offer, and I was driving back and forth doing that retarded commute. Yeah, Atlanta from driving from Columbia to Atlanta every weekend. I used to walk all the time, and I used to be in the wa- like be near the water, but you know, not really put my feet in it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it took me that. I can get back to that because mm-hmm. I believe I firmly believe in certain people's research. It really does take 21 days consistently to make a habit. Like for me, consistently, yeah, a guy and, you know, conversing with him. If we talk in every three days, every other day, I'm probably not going to be interested. I'm just going to be put that out there. But that's me knowing me. I know I'm not going to be interested because I thrive off consistency. I thrive off you being interested in me. So mm-hmm. you Days going, I feel like you don't care about me at all. Yeah. So that's just kind of give you um kind of give you an example, but I really feel like I really need to tap into doing a routine. Um, just like a child, a child learns better in a routine, a child thrives better in a routine. And a mm-hmm. a routine. So I can't teach something and I don't do it myself. Mm-hmm. With routine comes change. Yes, it yep. comes growth. Mm-hmm. I believe that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are happy that you were able to um, be a part of the today's show. Today's show. Um, so we're gonna Thanks. switch gears a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we're just gonna do like a little mini icebreaker, um, little game. I always just like to see, like you know, what other women think. Like it's just amazing, like when all of us get together and you know just start figuring out people. So I think like games is a really good. Um, way to kind of um, you know figure everybody out <laughs> um, <laughs> normally we would um, normally Fatima would you know pick the games for us but uh, like I said she couldn't be here today so um, we're gonna just you know pick out we're gonna play this game called pick one or the other okay so it's basically like would you rather I'm sure we all played that before <laughs> um, so pick one or the other all right, the ability to twerk or have a snatch body. Oh, I'm a twerk. <laughs> Chris <is> said <laughs> she goes twerk. And, uh, twerking is exercise. I had that snatch body scene. I already know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think. <laughs> Look. I'm sorry, um, I got. I gotta say snatch body because <laughs> I've been saying for the longest I'm gonna get in shape 
And we talking about consistency, and I have not been consistent. So I would rather have a snatch body. Okay. Tim, what about you? <laughs> no, I need the snatch body. Listen, I put on these booty me down. I call them so y'all going to have all these snatch bodies and not be able to twerk with it. Oh, no, I can twerk. That's the <laughs> oh, or. You got to have. It's either or. No, you can't. It's either you can twerk or have a snatch body. You can't have both. Let me tell you why I need the snatch body. Because the thing about it is, when I looked in the mirror the other day and I put these booty me down pants on, y'all know the ones that can come above your, your navel and they uh-huh. make your butt look real big and they flare at the bottom. They call the booty me down pants. <laughs> I put one of them on yesterday and my friend looked at me on FaceTime and Christian was real honest. She said, Tim, that uh-huh. it. Uh-oh. That, ain't, that ain't it, ma'am. That stomach <laughs> is not it. I said, you know what? Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Listen, because I felt defeated. I said, why you ain't saying nothing? She said, I've been telling you to back up from the I hate when people be saying that. <laughs> like, you ain't tell me nothing. Right. <laughs> I've been telling you to back up from the table. I'm saying like, dang. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's the next one. Read your man's mind or know the history of his heart? I say the history of his heart because hell, we ain't going to never know what they think. <laughs> I need to mine. Yeah, I knew Crystal was gonna mine. say that because we Sagittarius. <laughs> Look, um, their heart might change about two years ago, so I need to know what's on the mind. I need to, I didn't know what's on the mind because that's a Sagittarius. But you know what? My significant other is a Sagittarius, and sometimes we don't meet each other where we need to meet because we misunderstand each other. Mm-hmm. So I need to know what's on your mind. Exactly. That's <laughs> how I. Yeah. <laughs> no, they both Sagittarius. Like, have yes. you ever dated oh, a Sagittarius? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, <laughs> girl. I, I dated, dated a Sagittarius before, and always- it's opposite all the time. <laughs> I dated a Sagittarius, and I will say we were opposites. Now we intimately great. Aquarius, <laughs> perfect. But I just feel like intellect. We we butt heads because. I'm the hot-headed one because I'm the overly passionate because I feel like he ain't caring right now. Yeah. And he's just like, girl, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> see, down. when you see a Sagittarius dating a Sagittarius, it's either one is going to pull harder than the other. So uh-huh. if, if you go hard, the other, if you go hard, then the other one is going to back away. And when they mm-hmm. go hard, you going to back away. I like, it's a game the whole it's, time. I'm going to have a game. Here. And it's a constant of being the bigger person. So yeah. learning to be the bigger person. Okay, I'ma just be in. Like But they are fun. Like Sag- yeah. Sagittarius Dave is like the you are y'all like two kids swinging on the swing. Yeah. Like y'all gonna play <laughs> y'all play y'all gonna play too much. Like I yes. did Sagittarius and it was all about everybody like bro y'all play too much. But it was yes. so fun because like we were like two kids at a playground like ah <laughs> yes. But yeah, we did come across some bumping heads because like you know bias being headstrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then bias, like you said, not really like not saying not caring, but more being f- so free spirit is just kind of like 
we like I said two leaves you know flying off the tree we just roaming mm-hmm. around <laughs> right and yeah, it's more so like you take the time to really listen to each other so yeah. that's a constant that's, that's a constant you know battle is like yep. learning to listen to each other and hear each other out yeah and yeah, intimacy so. intimacy of course is just wonderful like that is just the bomb crystal it is the bomb the <laughs> bomb but uh, <laughs> all right the next one would you okay the next one good short-term memory or good long-term memory long-term <sighs> i need long-term memory <laughs> I need long term memory because it's short term. Me okay. walking into the room and forgetting what I need. Oh, I feel old as hell. <laughs> I feel old as hell. I did that the other day. I walked in the bathroom and then I was supposed to be stocking the tissue under the. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had the tissue on the stairs. I said, "Now why is this here?" Uh-huh. I be forgetting it, man. Though, like what? Oh. <laughs> I need yeah. that long term memory. If the ashwagandha vitamins needed to be ingested in my life every day. Uh, but that means if y'all take long term memory, then you won't have good short term. Listen, I, that's okay. <laughs> but I'll be able to remember, right? <laughs> you can only remember things for long term. What? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so you'll remember how to tie your shoe. You probably won't remember something that you learned today. Like. <laughs> You only got to remember something you learned a long time ago. <laughs> but if I only have short term, that means I'm frequently forgetting what I'm doing. No, good short term means you're going to always remember what you're doing like short term, like when the last year. But if it happened to you, like like tying your shoe, you're probably going to forget oh, that. that. Anyway. Because that oh. was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're going to have to start doing things and be like, I do not. Let me just buy some shoes that are already tied or don't Girl, have okay. Let me let Girl me get wrong. the Velcro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, Crystal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one is wearing a bathing suit every day or wearing a wedding dress every day. I want a bathing suit. I want a bathing suit. Can we have an option to be topless? Because I would rather that. <laughs> <laughs> it's I want be, a bathing It's going to be 30 degrees y'all outside with bathing suits. And so, I'm going to be strutting. So, and, 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 and will be strutting. <laughs> with, my, with, with my snatched body. <laughs> with my snatched body and my long-term memory. Right. Girl, with your long-term. <laughs> and with long-term. <laughs> Right. Okay, next one says be in jail for five years or a coma for a decade. Girl, y'all better lie. Oh you. my oh, god. Uh, oh my heart. It depends. Can I'm I pick my own cell and live in conditions? Oh nah, it's the jailhouse. You don't get to pick nothing. To be honest, I know sleeping the only thing that comes to a sleeping man is a dream. So I would rather dream for 10 years and wake up and be like, wow, that was good. Girl, how you know you dream? Listen, we don't know. The we mind, don't know what happens mind, in the coma. When the mind is at rest, you have to meditate. You but I, it could be that you dream you because I have girl. good dreams. My dreams be vivid. So I don't know. I might Listen. say that. I can I'm dream, a, but you years. can meditate in jail. You can meditate in jail and be by yourself in jail. Y'all see how the people come out of jail? You, they be see. Um, y'all don't know what, what I look like. Jewish people. Uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all don't know what I look like. Step dude. I'm too short 
too small. <laughs> Ain't nobody about to take my snicker size ass serious. They could be like, oh, oh. Get little twist. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I don't have time. Oh, nobody be talking to me like that. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, next one is giving up AC and heating for life or giving up internet for life. I'm going to give up the internet. Me too, girl. You talking to a person who sleep with their fan on 365. So sometimes, sometimes I have two fans. So me too. I got a silver fan and a bedside fan. Girl. I don't like that. I I sleep naked. So I don't care about the air. It don't bother me because I'm still a breeze regardless. Girl, sometimes being naked, your flesh rub together and that's uncomfortable. I need that. I need that air. All right. Um, all right, here's another one. Um, have a personal maid or a personal chef. Um I'm gonna do a chef. I'll say the chef. same thing. I can I can clean. For me. I'd rather have a chef. Yeah, I can clean. <laughs> Just no, I don't you, I don't need you to fold the clothes. No, I got it. Just go down there and fix you something to eat, please. <laughs> please make Look, sure it's tastes I'll be good and healthy. I'll, I'll be cleaning up while you're cooking. Like, right. <laughs> Don't worry about the dishes. I, I got okay, it. Just let's cook. Say, say it again. Let me process it again. Because this is me. I feel... Mm. <laughs> I'm having a personal maid or a personal chef. See, it may be different for you. Because Tim like loves to cook. She loves cooking. Yeah, though, I right? love it. That's, what, that's why I show love. She, she has... You have your own catering business, right? Who? You. I did back in the day, but I I think I should start it back up. But I Oh, yes. Yeah, see, she loves girl, cooking. I'm like, gonna tell you one girl, thing. Like, yes. If you go to Temp House, she I'm gonna, gonna feed, feed you. you. That's one and, thing and you okay. will not okay. home. Oh, we that that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, you would never go hungry. That's one thing about her house. No, you, you would never go hungry because I sure will throw it together. And Girl, it'll be a five meal. I, I don't care if I ain't got nothing in my fridge. I can know I can go next door and get something to eat. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> okay so here's the next one <laughs> this is a good one <laughs> okay with okay wear the same underwears for a month uh-huh. or the same socks for a month I'll oh take- my gosh that means your feet gonna be stinking they don't <laughs> oh. you gotta have the same it. socks on for a whole month you gonna take them off you gotta take them off how we gonna bathe no you can't take them off <laughs> Okay, but listen, I'd rather I'd rather have socks on before my underwear. Because if you if you sitting beside somebody and you you right, you stand up, they gonna smell them underwear. They gonna smell your feet and your underwear. But see, they can't smell your feet if your exactly. feet is in your shoe. That's true. Because I would your feet in your shoe. You if you ain't if you got them same rain drawers on, like um, look at your pH. Look at your pH. Uh-uh. Oh, that's messing up your whole pH. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. That I would, just, I would just give them boric acid and goddamn probiotics and be like, here, oh! keep it. Call at me in 30 days. No. <laughs> Dang. It's oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. The next one says go on a week trip with a complete stranger. <laughs> In another country where you've always wanted to go, or live in the wilderness with your mom for a month. 
Hell no. I'll take a stranger. Um, <laughs> you want a stranger. Yeah. My mama and, first of all, my mom. <laughs> no. That's no. For me. No. The wilderness and the wilderness? Hell no. No. <laughs> Get over here. No. It's the woods. Why you can't fucking do it? No. <laughs> Yeah, my mom would definitely gonna be putting me to work, and she gonna be talking the whole time. Talking? She gonna be so scared, Girl. and I'm gonna be like, "Mom, <laughs> like, oh my god, this is they not making it know, any mom, better." Moms already think their kids is free labor anyway, so I'm just pretty sure we out there in the woods like, "Tim, you need to do a smoke signal." Why the fuck you can't do it? <laughs> yeah, my mom. Dang, that's messed up. Everybody leaving. <laughs> Everybody send me, send me with a stranger. Please send me with a stranger. Y'all don't even uh, know this person. <laughs> it don't even matter for me. Uh, All right. I know I say no, but I might have to suck it up because I don't know about that stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Look, people do it all the time, though. Them little and it, it's only, it's a, right. It's only a week, and you don't know it could be a male or a female. It's only yeah. a week. All right, this is <laughs> the last one. Yeah. All right, have a third nipple Mm-mm. or extra toe. Dang. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the nipple because if I wear flip flops, I don't need nobody looking at my feet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, girl. <laughs> I can disguise that nipple. So <laughs> I will pick the nipple. <laughs> She'll be real decorated. Oh my god! When you when you get naked with your man, live <laughs> like yo. Wait, who's that? You got something right there. Oh, this is they're, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, oh, that's exotic. That's real, dude. What nipple do they suck out of? Oh my god, they're gonna be <laughs> sucking out of all three. I guess. <laughs> Dang, you can have triplets. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but see, mm-hmm. they got a third nipple with a with a nipple ring, and it, all they need is a tongue flip. And it's oh my cool. god. That's too oh much. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's too much. Y'all are crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So that was uh, that was fun. I like that. that All right. Silly. Y'all are silly. <laughs> yes, y'all. <laughs> See, you know, I love playing games. It kind of like you know, give, you know, you can figure out a lot about people. It is so funny. Um. So. Uh, we're going to jump into today's topic. Um, like I said, we're going to be discussing investing in ourselves or investing in yourself. Um, so uh, let's start off by first understanding what investing in yourself means. So <clears throat> investing in yourself means you're putting time, um, money, resources, um, anything that is bettering your current life or also your future instead of like primary just focusing on materialistic things um you instead focus on like your opportunities your assets um that will raise your knowledge that can you know make a huge impact for you um by investing in yourself you can increase your income your health your happiness and you don't necessarily need a lot of money um rather you focusing on your health or your wealth um even a small investment could uh pay dividends in the long in the long run. So I wrote down a couple of tips I believe <clears throat> excuse me. 
I wrote out a couple of tips I believe uh, will definitely help with investing in uh, yourself. And ladies, feel free to chime in. Um, so the first thing, I do have six. So the first thing um, I would say um, we need to invest in ourselves. Um, so our audience, get your pens and your paper and all this stuff out. We're about to take some notes or whatever, because I want everybody to, you know, start making this into like their daily lives. And I think it's very important that we start investing in ourselves. So I think this is a really good topic. I know, um, Tip, you was talk, you were saying that it could be a lot. And some of the things that you hit on um, about, you know, get back out with nature and stuff. It's kind of like, what are we going to be talking about today? Um, is this part of investing in yourself so the first thing I would like um, the first thing I say um, that we should invest in ourselves uh, to invest in ourselves is a relationship with God or whoever you know you may submit to your higher power um, in my opinion we all say um, serve the same God the Lord of all lords <laughs> um, so having a relationship with God is super important uh, putting him first in everything, um, connecting with him. Everyone's uh, relationship with God is different. <clears throat> in particular, um, how I um, build a relationship with God, um, I normally read his words, um, prayer, worship, um, like I said, tempest, um, meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that I do during my, but prayer is always like my number one, like just talking to him, just, you know, getting, when I literally bring him down in the room with me, like God here, let's talk, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you, the things that i talk to God about, you can't go buy in no store. Like when I need strength, when I need, um, help when I need, you know, I need rest and all those things. I go to him and I ask him for those things because you can't get it from nowhere, nowhere else. Like, so I go to him. <clears throat> what are um, some things that you guys do um, spiritually um, that helps you um, invest in yourself? Um, I will say take a moment to cry because that's a yeah. Point. That's that people are afraid to embrace their emotions. For me, if I cry, I don't hit you. That's mm-hmm. that that's yeah. investing into my emotions that I'm willing to say I'm willing to release waterly mm-hmm. <laughs> physically. So yeah, I would say really tap into your emotions. Like what invest into your emotions because they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe God he made us sensitive for a reason like he's sensitive you know what I'm saying like he's very sensitive like the things that we do uh you know we turn our back on God it hurts his feelings like he has feelings like uh, you know we are made in the same image as him so I do think that being sensitive and tapping into our feelings is one thing that he definitely gave us absolutely yeah yes um, the second thing I would say is taking care of your mental health, um, getting your mind right. Um, so much stimulates from our mind. We have to be careful with uh, what we put in and out of it. Uh, we're constantly uh, using our brain all day. Um, we have to find time to, you know, let it rest and recharge. Um, again, like I said, meditation, getting a proper eight hours of sleep. Um, reading books that elevate you or books that will interest you um, on where you are in life. Um, also therapy. I know I have a doctor's appointment in like two weeks. Um, that I'm going to actually talk to my doctor about therapy. Um, so, you know, just having somebody that can help me 
and guide me through. I know it's an app called Better Health. <clears throat> um, that's um a therapy app as well. I haven't actually, you know, checked it out per se, but I do know I have heard that that is a, a app. Um, Crystal, I know that you um actually went through therapy before. Um, tell us about how it helped you. Um, so I'm currently still in therapy. Am I up? Yeah. Oh God. Thank you. I currently am still in therapy, and therapy is life changing. Like I'm so open to talk about it now to the point that people kind of look at me like I'm crazy. Like you have to be crazy to go to therapy, but. Versus how I look at it is you just getting an outlook on somebody that does not know you, someone that specializes mm-hmm. in knowing like psychology of like a human brain. And like I just said, it's life changing. I found more peace within myself. And I actually got into therapy in the middle of, um, no, not in the middle, right before going into COVID. And wow. during that time with me um, being out of work during COVID, and Stephanie, that's funny. I just talked about you earlier about all the stuff I got going on. But yeah. when I was out of work during COVID and when I had therapy and stuff, when I say that was the most peaceful time of my life, like, mm-hmm. if I had the choice not to go back to work, I love my job, don't get me wrong, but the yeah. centerpiece that I had and the flexibility and actually did stuff that that helped my mental, that helped my physical, spiritual, all that, like, I would choose that over anything, any wow. day, so therapy wow. definitely helped me be more self-aware of that kind of stuff, so, girl, I love you. Yeah, that's good, I love that, um, the, what is it, the third, <laughs> the third, th- the third tip is, um, I think we just lost a tip, is, I'm not sure, uh, she may. Uh, she might join back on here, but I think she may have lost it. Let me see. I think she can just click back on it, right? She can just click back on, right, y'all? I believe so. She should be able to. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All right, so I'm um going to go to the third tip. <clears throat> the third tip, um, I would say is educating yourself. Um, I talked about reading books in the last point, um, reading books that teach you a new skill or how to run a business. Um, we live in a world now where you can learn a lot online or um, or YouTube. You can um, develop new skills, take courses, um, learn a trade that can, you know, make you some money. I mean, you know, educating yourself is all about just having a career path um jasmine i know you um went to school um and you learned to trade um how did you how do you think that helped you um learning to trade it um it gave me the option to be flexible with my lifestyle um so where you know where I'm currently working right now in retail is I don't really have that flexibility. Like right. by me learning a trade, I'm able to set my own hours right. or, you, you know, so I find that to be very beneficial when, you know, wanting to start your own business 
or mm-hmm. wanting to work for yourself and want to have that more flexibility in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, the fourth tip that I I would say is basically like securing the bag. So we're talking about our finances. Um, the most important thing that we can do is save our money, save our coins. Um, we know now, like with the whole pandemic, like having just one source of income, it just really don't cut it no more like how it used to. Um, now we live in an age where you need multiple sources uh, of income. Um, and also we in the age where a millionaire is developed at the age of eight. Like, you know, you can go viral at eight years old on YouTube and become a whole freaking millionaire. Um, and, you know, that's just like some people pass. I know that wasn't my path uh, per se, but, you know, as an average person like myself, um, you know, saving is one of the most important things that I try I try to do. Um, a little bit goes a long way. Um, it, you, like, I know, like, I'm not going to see a drastic, you know, difference. But I do try to do, you know, do my part and just, you know, invest in myself and put money aside to myself. I read this book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Hey, y'all. Um, can I hear me? Yeah, girl, hey. we can hear you. Okay, <laughs> listen. Pray, please pray for me. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I didn't know what I did. I tried to mute the thing or figure out how to mute. Then I saw that if I clicked something there, I was like, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, girl. You, it'll cut you <laughs> off. <laughs> but it's okay. Welcome back. So I was just going over the... Uh, so the last tip I just said was basically educate yourself. Um, the fourth tip that I said um, that I'm, I was speaking on was basically um, saving saving your coins and putting money into your savings account. Um, or just wherever you want to put your money to save up. Um, I read a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, it's a really good book, super short. You guys should read it. It's really good. Um, and he all he all, one of his uh, the first rule that he said to become the richest man was uh, he always used the quote, "A part of all I earn is mine to keep," which he says, ten percent of what you make is yours." Um, so whenever, whenever you would get paid, um, you got to pay yourself first. So you take 10% of what you make and, you know, you put it, put it away for you, save that for you. You got to think like in 20 years, we're going to be retiring, you know, we're going to need funds for our retirement. You know, we got to have money that we saved up over the years, you know, to retire, retire. I know, thankfully for my job, we have like a 401k match. And basically what that is, is. Um, whatever I invest into my 401k, my job matches that. So that's basically like free money. So I recommend anybody out there that if they job offer a 401k match, you know, exceed that limit because that's free money. <laughs> if you put in 25, they're going to put in 25. You put in 50, they're going to put in 50. That's a hundred dollars right there. Um, uh, so yeah, we just got to think when it comes down to our finances, we just have to focus on like our future um, and the times that we want, whenever we want to um, retire. Um, if you don't have a plan, you will plan to fail. <laughs> so um, I know every time I, I always have a plan for my money. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all know, like I'm like the budget queen. I get a spreadsheet going in a minute. <laughs> so I have like every time I get paid, my money has a destination it goes somewhere like it's nothing that like i work on a zero dollar um 
base or whatever you want to call it like when I get my check from the moment it hits my account I, I have a plan for it all the way down to the zero um so you know just you know saving your money and investing into your future um number five so the fifth one I would say is physical appearance now I know this could be a tough one <laughs> um because you know not every day we feel like getting up and you know putting ourselves together or whatever like that um this could be tough but I am a person that less is more in my opinion so just like showing off your natural beauty um your body having we talked about routines earlier having a hair routine skin routine just some some type of self-care routine or maintenance routine, doing your nails, shaving, uh, working out, eating healthy, going, <clears throat> going through your clothes in your closet, figuring out what actually fits and what you actually like instead of just leaving it sitting in there, taking up space. Um, I declutter my closet all the time. Um, but that's, you know, when we talk about investing into our future, we also got to think about our appearance too, because we have to dress the part. We have to look the part and not saying like you have to look like somebody else, but you have to look like what you want to be like the person that you want to be. So like, if you want to be a lawyer, most time lawyers walk around in suits, <laughs> you know, they, they, cause they always working or, um, you know, if you want to be a gym person, gym guru or personal trainer, most of the time you will see them in gym clothes. Like that's just, you know, how their physical appearance will be. Like everybody's physical appearance will look differently, but we have to just take that time to invest in ourselves. And um, I know when it comes down to physical appearance, a lot of people think like that's a lot of money. I can't afford that. But honestly, we can't afford not to invest our, our physical appearance and a lot of these games can start right at home <clears throat> um and then finally um the last one I would say is invest in a social life I know the pandemic changed a lot for um what that used to look like <laughs> you know we used to be able to go around people and spend time with people no problem or whatever like that but um everyone's life is different um, you don't have to be around um, people now so much. Um, but socializing is not just like about being around like people and all kind of people. Um, having a social life is basically just enjoying the things that you really love to do, um, things that make you happy, being around the people that you love and the moment and, and around people that you like to share um moments with that's either hanging with your family hanging with your friends hanging with bay you know taking trips attending events and it could be even free local events um uh trying something new cooking classes or even just doing a diy project at the crib um having you know just having fun laughing making memories you know memories are moments that get passed down from generation to generation um find you so we just want to find time to share those moments with our loved ones and you know enjoy life um I think that's why God wanted us to uh, to be on this earth and he wanted us to enjoy what he created um he loves this world so obviously there's something in this world that he sees that we should enjoy you know you think about our grandparents or elderly um, people when you see them they don't really care about like what you got going on or what you're doing they just care about the moments that um, 
that they share with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so those are um, my little tips right there um, that I think is really good with, you know, um, uh, really good tips as far as like um, investing in yourself. Anybody else want to add anything? Um, as far as the investment part goes, um, I know like 401, 401ks are good and I'm not knocking it, but 401ks are right there on the spectrum with me it, right there with health insurance and life insurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Job, they don't give a damn about you. Mm-hmm. Private insurance with employers since about two years now. And the pushback is, well, if you get on it, we'll have a discount because they get a group rate discount because they have so many people on it. But if I leave a job tomorrow, I I need my health insurance. Yeah. You know, thing. So I feel like when it comes to like the investing part, pull away a little bit from um from a handheld kind of way of investing. Not saying that, you know, don't tap into those benefits, please tap into those benefits. But what I'm saying is, you know, look at Roth RAs and Yeah. Do I have both. And, you know, marking those accounts because that's what I have. And I feel like I'm happier knowing that I have access to things. So if I leave a job, I'm good. That's a safe haven. Like, I'm good right. building. Um, you know, and definitely, definitely, I know a lot of people, a lot of black people, we're really scared of life insurance. But it is not just about death. Like, you can borrow from it. Like, mm-hmm. you can do mm-hmm. Especially for your kids. And stuff. Yeah. You can do a lot of stuff with it. So and life insurance can put you through school, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely take advantage of those private investment sectors. Like, please do that. Yeah. I, I know I- with um, my 401k, one thing I learned a while back uh, that I didn't know is like if you ever do leave the job, you could um, take that 401k and turn it into a Roth IRA with your bank, or not even a Roth IRA, but an IRA with your bank. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing too. Um, so I know the time is winding down, um, and we like to take some time um, to make our audience a part of the show. So for our audience, if you like, if you have any questions or confessions you would like um, to send, you like to send in or you want some feedback, um, you can DM us on Instagram, which is calling the girls podcast, or you can email us at calling the girls podcast um, at gmail.com, which the links will be in the description box below. But in the meantime, um, Crystal, what is our, what is today's um, confession? Okay, so one of our listeners emailed us this. Hey, ladies, so I don't know what to do about this situation. I've been talking to this guy, and he is great and sweet and amazing, but I can't stop thinking about my ex. Because he was my first love, every single time I start to be happy and comfy with someone, he shows back up. What should I do? Because he knows every time I see him, I won't be able to stop thinking about him. The thing is, I will block him, but I am friends with his brother, who is also my plug. I live in a small town with no others around. I decay what I should do. Can any one of y'all relate or do any one of y'all have that one ex that comes back at the worst times? 
Like you should have showed up two months ago when I was manic because I totally would have slept with you. I decayed rough times. Girls, P.S. Thanks for the feedback. By the way, I'm 19 years old. Sincerely, Jamie. Mm. So, lady. <sighs> Jamie. Can we talk about spiritual ties? Girl, yeah. let's talk about Go ahead. Please. I think definitely <laughs> has some soul ties to that man, but that's she do. Nah. it's her first love. Yeah, yeah, she did. She said the key words. That's her first mm-hmm. love. You know, we all we had we've been there. Yeah, and she's nineteen, and she's very much so nineteen. Mm-hmm. But she's also talking to somebody right now. Right? Mm-hmm. So number one. She need to be honest with this guy that she talked to, especially first of all, when a girl be like he's great, he's sweet, he's amazing. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, Boy. he's the he's supposed to be the perfect guy for me, but I re- I know I should be with him, but instead I want this toxic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Right. It's it's like <laughs> I know I should be with this guy. He's perfect. He's the guy. And I don't know um, where I heard this from, but um, just because a guy is perfect and great and amazing does not mean that he is the guy for you. He can have mm-hmm. all of those qualities. That don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. He, he may not be for you, especially if you if she's with another guy and she's thinking about the last guy, she need to want to stop talking to that guy and fast. That, mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's what mm-hmm. I think because you need to, you know, practice a little bit of abstinence or, um, yeah. you know, to try to, because that's how you cut those soul ties when when you've been, you know, sleeping with this person for a long time. The way to, you know, spread away from that person is to, you know, practice abstinence, like mm-hmm. not having sex um, and just focusing on your relationship with God and just, you know, being in that moment. Because when you come out of that, because um, I did that before I got with my spouse now um, and you know, I think that was really good. That's just in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody is totally different. But in my mind, that's what I'm thinking is like she just need to find time to herself because it kind of sounds like she left one relationship and went to another one. Mm-hmm. Yep. It sounds to me like she needs a detox. And not yep. only that, I mean, she need a new plug. Like she been yeah, on a new plug. Find a new plug. That's like, right. But she lives in a small town, y'all. This, yeah. <laughs> this town, pro- I mean, if she she had to acknowledge the fact that she lives in a small town. It can't be that many people. Right. And she said it's no other around. Well, I, I would say there's always a way out. But anything in connection, like when I mean by detox, I mean like I understand it's a small town, but that don't mean that you have to interfere with the people that's connected to him. If there's a way that you have to, because you can't find nobody else at the moment, you need to take that time to be authentic with yourself Mm -hmm. and figure out, okay, why am I not over this person? Mm -hmm. So for me, and um, because I've been there. Oh, go ahead. Right. No, I've been there. I I, I, I follow what you're saying, but like you said, I grew up in a small city small town, whatever people want to call it. But I think the issue is it's not that the town is small. I think mm-hmm. 
she's afraid to tell the guy because maybe, you know, how will it get back? You know, the city is small, so people going to talk, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. there's some self-esteem, you know, levels being tested here with her. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there's some self-reflection that she's not really to stand in front of and say and take accountability and say, yeah, I really do love him, but I know we're not good for each other. Maybe I need to work on me. You know, I feel like there's still time for her to be do some acceptance for herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think because when I was in love, my first love, I went through everything with him, but I thought that was, I thought that was it. Now, mm-hmm. just like what Steph said, I really thought that was it. And just to piggyback on what, what you two ladies said, it's just, yeah, the soul ties create demons too. Yeah. Mental yeah, demons. Yeah. Emotional demons. And yeah, man, I've had a demon attached to me before and didn't know it. Girl. And I decided to. Know. What was the sign? <laughs> what was the sign? I did I decided to jump on something else and he said, you know, you you really reference him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like and she says, thinking about him all the time. That's, mm-hmm. one, that's one side of it. I have been so toxic mm-hmm. where I would think about a man and been with another one, like, intimately. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, this is toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to toxic with JJ. Girl, I know I got toxic for you. Like, oh, I need this. I need a, I need a detox. I need a okay. cleanse. Okay. Right. I need a full Yanni steam. Girl. <laughs> Mental <Okay>. and spirit. <laughs> hmm That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the question. What do y'all really consider like working on yourself? Um, so me when I say that, like I didn't feel like I've been through a phase when I was working on myself, but I feel like I'm in another phase where I need to work on myself more or again. But I find out how I was working on myself the first time. It will bore me now if I worked on myself the same way I worked on myself last time. If you feel mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. So there's a thing that people do. Okay, they make this plan when they're 19 years old. Shoot, even before then, we could start from when we were a kid. When I grow up, I'm gonna be A, B, C, D. All right, yeah. you grow up, you don't do anything <laughs> that you say, and then you know what happened? You make another plan. All right, mm-hmm. this year and for the next five years, I'm gonna focus on A, B, C, and D. Okay, five years done went past. Maybe mm-hmm. you did it, maybe you did that, but now it's like, okay, what's next? That you're gonna always be working on yourself. Your motives will always be changing. Mm-hmm. There's like they're never gonna be the same. So what you used to do, it's not gonna work for you because that's not who you you that's not who you are. Yeah. That's who you used to be. Mm-hmm. You gotta think like you are not the like other people are not looking at you like who you used to be. You have to look at yourself like that too mm-hmm. because you're not that person anymore. You're right. not the crystal you were when you were um 24 or mm-hmm. 23 years old that's not true what worked for her can't work for you right now you right. want a bigger and better thing so now you're in the one thing that people that we have to start doing is getting lost with ourselves because sometimes we can get so comfortable on this is who I am this is who I am I, I can't change that this is who I am you need to get lost you know yep. what I'm saying? Just get lost. Just just roam around your mind, roam around Girl, your life. When I and just get be lost. like, where the hell am I going? 
<laughs> that's true. That's how I feel. Give you right. And I, when I want to get lost, girl, I be want to get lost physically. Like when I don't be around <laughs> nobody, because I feel like that's the only time. Like I may be able to tap into myself, like how I need yeah. to. But it's just, <laughs> girl, it's hard. <laughs> But yeah. I'll say one thing. One time, um, oh, last year, matter of fact, I went on a solo trip uh, to Savannah, Georgia for a couple of days by myself. Spent time out there on the water. And everybody was looking at me like, so you went to a whole nother place by yourself? Solo trips are the best freaking trips. I'm telling you because you ain't on nobody's time but your own. So if you want to go there to this this new place and sleep in the hotel the first day and just sleep, and the next day you go out and you experience, you got the chance. One thing I learned when I moved from North Carolina to Atlanta is I moved to a state where I ain't have nobody. So that means that I was able to create the person that I wanted to be. I was able to be free. Sometimes when we are around the same thing all the mm-hmm. time, it's hard to change because that's everybody I mean, around Stephanie. you. Yeah. Like, so I like what I what did, I left. I yeah. Left. It, it is what it is. And to piggyback on what y'all are saying, she, she may not, that it may not be ready for her to make that move. You know, once she's young, but you know, I left when I was eighteen. I ain't look back. Like that was just me. I Girl, got me too. Twenty-four. I, I closed my mom and daddy, uh, you know, front door, and I was like, I ain't walking back through it. You know, I'm yeah. just not. And I and I stuck to that. But I think that's what persevered me to keep going. But mm-hmm. one thing I can say is, when I was eighteen, I wrote myself a letter. Oof! Come on, letter. Mm. check out my book a little sister in me yeah yes the the, the topic was it was in a professional development course in college and my professor said i want you to write yourself what you you're 18 now you're gonna write yourself what you would sell yourself you had opened this letter 10 years from now so Mm -hmm. found this letter like the other day like last year not the other day, but I thought about it the other day because me and my mom was talking. I was like, wow, mom, it's that 10 year. Mm-hmm. I sound mm-hmm. 28. And she was like, okay. I said, I ain't accomplished half of that shit I wrote down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I said, believe it. I said, believe it or not, the only thing I did get right was I graduated from college. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, Tim. Literally. So I wrote a book called The Letter to the Sister and Me. And it, it the the book came from a letter that I wrote to myself when I was 16 years old. And I was not nowhere near the person that I imagined myself like, oh, you know, when I become, an, you know, when I in the next, like how you said, the next, when I become an adult, when I, when I become like 10 years later, this is who I'm going to be. So I read that letter and I literally just started crying because I felt like I let this little 16 year old girl down and I was just like dang I ain't do nothing that she said so I had wrote I wrote the book about it because I was just like and guess when the book got published when I was 26 so it was literally 10 years from the day that I wrote the um the day that I wrote the letter to myself 10 years later I wrote a book about that letter Mm. I want to write a book oh I want to pick back up my personal book and now that that little she's reminded me of young and not really young and dumb because I don't like that term, but she's reminded me of young me, you know, trying to become me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, 
when we were that age, we thought we had it all figured out. Yeah. Girl. Hey, shit going on. <laughs> it's Nothing. like the older I get, the more lost I get. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, maybe she's also worried about her reputation because I know how that is growing up in a small mm-hmm. city, small town, honey. Like, right. was, I can't do nothing to embarrass my parents. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. I damn sure can't do nothing to embarrass the church members. Okay, got it. And I can't do nothing to embarrass my siblings. Okay, got it. And I can't screw up in sports because everybody's going to talk trash about me. Okay, got it. It was like I had all these expectations of living under somebody else's lens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't care about and- nothing. And then even like you said, even if she's not ready for a big move, the thing is she need. I don't know if she, she's 19. I don't know if she lived with her parents or who she lived with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But even if she moved to the next city over, like she could start small and say, okay, well, I ain't going to stay in this little city. Let me move to the next little city. Lisa, be out on your, I just think like being out on your own and away from, you know, everybody that you know. I don't know. To me, this, that did so much for me. This is why I stick to teaching younger children. And I'm, I'm going to bring it full circle once I say it. Independence. And it's not just what they can do physically. It's emotional. It's mental. Mm-hmm. All, mm-hmm. When a child cries, people feel Social like, emotional. I sold them. Mm-mm. They got to learn how to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, if they crying Come for something, what was you when I needed you? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. If they crying for something that they want, yeah. then they're having a tantrum. They're having a dramatic experience right now because they don't really need it, but they want it. Mm-hmm. So if a child can cry or show emotion when they want something to act out, they do the kicking and screaming. That's when you see tantrums. They're not a bad child. They just can't express themselves fully. Yep. So they mm-hmm. gotta react with actions like that because that's all they gonna know physically because they can't do it verbally. So bring it back full circle. Independently, if I know for a fact they're okay, you can cry. You might fall asleep because guess what? Your body probably saying take a nap. Mm-hmm. Right. Like your mom used to say, you, you know what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna give you something to cry about and you're gonna go to sleep. But they didn't say like they didn't my our parents said that not psychologically knowing that it didn't hurt us, it helped us. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, if I was mad and I cried, I took a nap, I forgot about when I woke up. Like, okay, uh, what's next? It's time to eat? <laughs> that was me as a kid. So my <laughs> parents taught me independence. So when I left my parents' house, I felt like I had the tools because I wasn't given everything like privileged, entitled kids are. Because mm-hmm. that's all a adult is that never fixed their childhood. Independence. Yeah, we are all children. Yeah, that's it. We just we just got a we just got a little older. That's and it. I wanna say I commend you for being the amazing teacher that you are. Yes, because <laughs> you know, having a child of my own, you know, getting the constant calls and it's like, you know, explaining to them, you know, how he is, yeah. you know, how to not feed into certain things, you know, to be firm, you know, all the things yeah. that you're saying, you know. Yeah. And some teachers they don't the reality of it is they don't take the time to do the things that you're saying because they expect for because they have a big class they expect for your child to already come and just be you know be ready to learn be willing to learn or have your mm-hmm. attitude intact when in reality every child is not like that some child needs more you know help the others you know yeah. what i'm saying in that mm-hmm. area I and do, the emotion mm-hmm. before i teach a lesson i do a like like 
circle time can be done in adults. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they say team huddles. That's yeah. time be needed. You don't know what people be going through. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And well, I hate when Josh be like, leave, be your, leave your, uh, leave that at the door. <laughs> because right. it's like, yeah, you know. But they, they say that, but you don't know a regroup or just a check in or yeah. just that that does so much for the it does that mm. people don't even understand like for an example mm. i walked into one of my sessions last week and his mom said oh he's been off today and i didn't say nothing she said why are you not saying nothing because i said because i'm doing what you don't do i'm observing mm-hmm. because i could probably figure out just by watching he kept going back to this one shelf and reaching and reaching, steady jumping up and down. She was like, see, he's having tantrums, Miss Tempest. I was like, hold on, pause. I said, why'd you put them cars on the shelf? She said, because he took them out and he threw, he took them out of the basket and threw them on the floor and he wouldn't clean them up and I had to clean them up. So I put them up there for punishment. I said, okay, so I'm about to take them down. I took the toys down and all I had to say to this kid was because we have that much respect for each other. I said, I'm going to hand you this basket. Now, I didn't hand it to him. I'm talking to him as, I, as I'm doing it. And I'm firm. I'm going to hand you this basket, Jackson. You're going to put it on the floor. And the next step you're going to do is grab your blue rug, unroll it, put the basket on it, and you're going to come back to me and give me a hug. He did exactly what I said. Mm. Then I made him apologize to his mama. She was like, what just happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't have time to understand what he was upset about. Yeah. Out. Mm-hmm. You it's sad. It's sad was, when parents are I said, yes, you did. And see, that's the thing. When we were younger, they didn't think that kids could be stressed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stressed is all get out. Girl. <laughs> Mine. So, Lord. I'm, I'm really <laughs> I'm not always on the kid's side. I'm not, but I'll, I'm willing to connect and regroup because I don't know what that child may be going through. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I never know, but I always go on with an open mind and a clean slate because I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I will, if they need a hug, some kids just need a hug. I've walked right. in, my cl- mm-hmm. in my classroom before arguing with my toxic ex. Not the one, I'm, I'm with my boyfriend now. We're good. But I had the toxicest ex. Like this man would talk me down, belittle me before I walked into work. So imagine my mental. And I didn't have to say nothing. I would just put my stuff up, and there go one of my little friends come crawling to me, stand up on their little two feet, give me a hug. And my, my day went perfect. Aww. They just mm-hmm. know. They just know. Mm-hmm. They know. Yes, I'm telling you. Like I get calls from my nephew, and sometimes he be like, Girl. "Hey, what you doing?" I was like, "Well, I'm doing good." I just like you call me. You just want to know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because in their mind, they like like I was literally just having this little debate with my um, nephew the other day. He was like, "You're never gonna catch me a step." Like I got supersonic speed. I'm just like, oh, and then I and I um he said that hey, I can speak Spanish. So I was like, okay, let me hear you speak Spanish. And he was like, he was like, oh my God, you're making me nervous. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I never heard him say that before. So it was just like very interesting that he expressed his emotion like that. He's only like five. Like, yeah. And and it's like hearing him say like 
you're making me nervous at a young age. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> and then I'm, and I was like, it's okay, I can do it with you. And then I started saying it with him, and he started saying, it. I was just like, oh, he can speak Spanish. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I will say too, since you are a mom, you know, and maybe this 19 year old wish she probably has what we have right now, like this group of being able to talk. Yeah, yeah, that's why we got Out. calling the girls. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe she doesn't have that. So right. I feel like we as um and you know, parents don't come with being a parent don't come with no manual. It it just they don't, don't. I don't care mm-hmm. what no one says. Mm-hmm. No child development educator can say that because it is does not. It, it, it all depends on the child. Mm-hmm. But like our childhood traumas come out through our children. Mm. yeah generational curses so that 19 year old thought it was okay to probably jump to somebody she felt comfortable with to confide in right because that's what she saw maybe somebody else do it maybe she has another role model maybe she saw a friend do it so she felt like it was okay but she Mm -hmm. in her mind deep down inside don't think it's okay that's Mm -hmm. individuality thinking Mm-hmm. because right. she was able to be honest and say but I don't feel right talking to this other man though right thinking mm-hmm. about this other man I feel like from like the psychological part about it is she wasn't she wasn't ready to accept that change in her behavior mm-hmm. and I feel like we as adults Instead of us accepting the change in our behavior, we lash out. That's why we get stressed. That's why we get argumentative. Mm. We, and I like how you said it. We got to accept the change. Because I'm going to tell you one thing that I realized, too, when it comes down to changing in the behaviors and, you know, us lashing out and accepting it. We don't like to accept the new, like, new phases, like, about ourselves. Hey. We, don't, we don't like to learn something new about ourselves. Because when hey. we do, we like, no, that's not right. Girl, yes, it is. That's who you are. Like that is, and and it's something because it's just like even when somebody else points it out to you, you're like, well, huh? Right. No freaking idea. But now that you are aware of it, it's something about self awareness, girl. Either up or down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you get into this phase when you start realizing stuff, and that's a part of um uh, spending time with yourself. Yeah. Self awareness because that is going to be. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, it's and I'm also, cringing now. I'm thinking about it. Self awareness is so uncomfortable. <laughs> and also, <laughs> and also to remember to not be so hard on yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Like give yourself grace, you know, because we yes. tend to be we tend to be hard on ourselves and oh, this supposed to be perfect. Or I'm supposed to bend yeah, over me. this. Why am I not over this yeah, yet? Me. Yeah, give yourself some time. You gotta, you gotta go through it. You may not know how long it's gonna be, but you're gonna get through this. Grace, give yourself grace. Grace. And I'll tell you one thing: the um, like you said, don't be hard on yourself and give yourself grace. The life is already hard. 
Yes. We, so we're why do you want to add about- to that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's already hard enough. Like, what? Do, why do I need to put? Why do I need to beat myself up even worse than what life itself is going to take me through? Because it's going to take you through ups and downs. Right. I don't need to contribute any more. Anything I need to contribute to myself is just trying to find peace in life as I go through up and down. Like when right. life goes up and when life goes down, I just need to know that in the midst of both ups and downs I have peace right Mm. I feel like for me with that being said it goes back to how I handle stress like for an example she has a child I'm pretty sure she changed something in that house and that child's stand like his whole mood has just changed like why you change that girl that he points out stuff that I didn't even think he noticed. <laughs> yeah, but but they do. That's the crazy. Yes. <laughs> and I changed my class you know, in the middle of the school year. Kid you not, I had a chaotic day. This me, I knew I knew I shouldn't have changed the classroom. I knew I shouldn't have did it. But <laughs> yes. I thought if I did it, it would create like new behavior changes, yeah. mm-hmm. a new positive outlook. I didn't know. That, that's something I should have did gradually. I should have changed a shelf. And or then, give them a heads up. Yeah. Give them a heads up. Yeah. and exciting. But I didn't do that. I just said, okay, welcome. I, I, that's all I did. I just greeted mm-hmm. them. But I didn't even try to introduce this change. And I feel like. Yeah. Introduction yeah. is a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Like if somebody said, Tempest, you know, you changed so much. Mm-hmm. And for me, that used to be a trigger. Like, what you trying to say? I ain't trying to act better than y'all. I ain't trying to. Do I'm gonna tell you one thing, Tim. Changes. Laura, Laura Hill said, "I always have to." We did a podcast on this. Mm-hmm. Allow me to reintroduce myself. You have to keep reintroducing yourself yeah. to people. She said she even reintroduced herself to her mom and dad. Because mm. you know it's that's important because that's your family. Because in their mind, you're always a little girl. You always, whatever your parents see you, that's how they think you are. So with Laura Hill, what she said is she had to tell them like, because every day I'm learning a little bit more about myself and a little bit more. She said mm. she has to reintroduce herself because who you thought I was a couple of days ago, a week ago, a month ago, mm-hmm. a year ago, two years ago, that ain't me. I have to reintroduce you because yeah, I remember that you met you know Stephanie from 2020, but this is Stephanie from 2022. You what? know, but like the, like the iPhones, they this is an upgrade, baby. <laughs> All right, upgrade. This is an upgrade, baby. That's good. Said that sometimes we do gotta give ourselves a new oil change. And realizing, realizing that you deserve happiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I saw where she said in here where she said that uh I think she said something about every time she wants to move forward with with the with somebody else or with being happy, this person steps shows up. They show up. Girl, take, take charge over your happiness yeah amen Mm -hmm. amen but you know that that tells you something that's that's also energy that's um what you what you put now because you know when when people sense that you happy there's we in order for this world to be balanced you got to have positive and negative energy like that you know positive you know positive plus negative there it's going to be both that's how we balance like, you know what I mean? So when we are balancing in this world, 
when she the phases that she's going through where she's trying to be more positive and start you know doing more positive things in her life yeah those negative those negative energies are going to come because they're coming to test you they try they when you put stuff out here in the universe and say i want to move on to my life yeah that ex is coming back because you just put out here in the universe that you want to move on and the universe will test you like oh Mm -hmm. you oh you want to move on let's see because you you got to pass test. You don't go through school and just get to the next grade. You have to pass the test to get to the next grade. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready to move on to the next grade, you need to pass this test. So sometimes you will get things in life. Like if you speak into this world, okay, I'm trying to be a millionaire. I'm trying to get, you know, a snatch. I'm trying to um, build up my, I'm just, you know, whatever you're trying to do. When you start speaking those things, you got to be careful what you speak out here in, in this world because there mm-hmm. are going to be tests that come with that so if you're saying these things and when you get a test like if you said i want to eat healthy but then somebody put a, a steak or a burger or something in your face and you're like oh you know what I, i'll take a little bite you failed mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you, come on you just said that that's what you wanted to do and that's just how like it like i said when you go through that's school right. when you when you're trying to pass to get to the next grade and, and the teacher put that test in front of your face and you're like well i want to get there and you don't try you're not trying your best you're not doing your best and you you fail the test guess what everybody else is gone you gotta stay right there Step, you were in a book together and you did preparedness yeah preparation the power of preparation um the thing about tests is we're naturally prepared for them but the the problem is <laughs> The preparation, mm-hmm. mm. and I, that that took me back to your insight on that. And I'm sitting here like, I'm prepared to be a millionaire. I am, like you know, I want it. I'm preparing myself to be a millionaire. It's just what am what is my preparation stages looking like? Mm-hmm. What is that? Mm-hmm. Like? like, have I? Preparation is so important. Right. That's what you just said about that planning, saving money. If you don't got no plan. There you go. No, If you ain't got no plan, you planning to fail. I tell Eris that all the time. I don't mean to drop my boyfriend's name, but he he know how. I'm speaking in the universe. I plan on hoping that that's my husband one day. Hey. Okay, girl. All right, now. Look, God catch it now and send it down. Make it happen. (laughs) With no no interruptions. (laughs) Right, with no interruptions. I got to tell you, sometimes we'll be asking God for these blessings. He'll drop them immediately, but there's something about it. Like, when when it starts getting halfway, you know, we got all these little, you know, not so good people interfering with God's transaction. Y'all ever think about Amazon when you waiting on your package? Like that's how God works. He's sending the pack. He's sending you what what you need. But Uh, on the way, there was some things that happened got lost in transit. I'm gonna need y'all to find my package. We start getting anxious and we start saying, you know what? I need God to. I need God to send me this. I need God to give me this. Mm. But then there, like I said, there comes times there may be some delays in your packages. It may get lost in transit, and or sometimes when it happened, you may not even get it. 
Listen, and then listen. that's when it hurts. And you know exactly, what happens right? when you don't get it? You what get upset. Funny, you, yo, those emotions. But guess what? We in the, you know I ordered something for Amazon. I didn't get it. They refunded me my money. But that's how sometimes it is. Like when we go through life, we start asking for things, and mm-hmm. we go through this. We watching it come. We see it in transit. We seen it get lost. We see. We call. We text. We try to. Fit, we reached out, and all of uh, we did all this for weeks. And finally, they say, we sorry. We lost it. So We're just going to refund your money back. <laughs> I, question. I literally just said a prayer like that today. Because, you know, anything like that is 50-50. I was like, Lord, if this thing is going to be for me. But if it's not, just give me, like, that healing, that grace, you know, to be All able right. to sustain since it's not for me to know that it's something better and then ask ask god also to help you be slow to anger because Mm -hmm. sometimes we can get so upset with what decisions Mm -hmm. god made for us you're like well god well why would you do this to me so just help just ask him to help me be slow to anger and be able to be understanding of your decision yes 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 and with all that, give give us strength, you know, replenish me, mm-hmm. and, you know, keep me grounded, get me rooted, yes. and, and ask for discernment because there we you need go. to make it. Yeah. We need to be making sure that we actually making the right choices. Yeah. There you and, go, <laughs> because right. we can't be going through here just out here and making the wrong church um, choices. And when you are out here making the wrong, wrong choices, you ask God for grace and mercy. Yeah. Mercy is go. basic. Mercy is yeah. basically saying, God, I know that I was wrong, mm-hmm. but please just have mercy on me. I, yeah. I messed up. I did that. I did that. And I'm sorry. Can you please just have mercy on me? Sometimes we have to admit to him and confess to him when we're wrong, but we just mm-hmm. ask that he still show us mercy. Cause at, at the end of the day, God don't care. God, loves you no matter what that's the most the the love that he has for us is just ah it's so amazing (laughs) like it's so amazing (laughs) it's like a breath of fresh air (laughs) that i want to ask you ladies what about saying that saying that statement damn or dang i missed the blessing Hmm. a lot of people say that statement without looking at the fact that there's no such thing as losing a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm that. I say this. The thing is dodging a bullet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And taking a different direction to another path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no such thing as you missed a blessing because anything that God wants you to have is for you. That is hey, true, but that is true. but there is a but to that because anything that God has for you is for you. But sometimes we mm-hmm. can ask God for things that He had no, He didn't want that for us. But because we asked for, it, He still gave it to us. Now mm-hmm. that's still a blessing because even though we can say, God, I really want this car. Please, God, give me this car. God in His mind say, Okay, I was gonna wait until you until about three more years so you can have yeah. this car. But if you want this one here, because He He gonna get if if because you asked for that, we're His children. 
Like we, we, he knows what's best for us. It's just like when we get our, well, I ain't got kids, but if you get kids cookies and cakes and ice cream and stuff like that, you know they shouldn't have it, but because they ask for it, you give it to them anyway. So that's Girl, how God looks at it. Though. You just know that. <laughs> yeah, but She's sometimes that's how it is with God. When he, when we ask him for something, he'll give it to us even though we wasn't ready for it. And when we, when we have to deal with those consequences, mm-hmm. and there's there's mm-hmm. I I know there was a story where um. You know, one of those church stories. Um, when this <laughs> man, <laughs> you know how they be having church stories, girl. You talking about the prodigal son, friend. <laughs> when, when he said, um, you know, he went through life and he was just praying or whatever like that, but he never asked God to send down the blessings that he had in store for him today. So he just went through life, just you know, whatever. And then when he died and he went to heaven, he said, Well, they he went into this room and um, you know, God showed this room he said well what is this room what is all these things in here and God said well these are all the blessings that you never asked for Mm. I never gave you those blessings because you never asked for so Mm. one of my clients always told me every day when you wake up ask God to send down the blessings that he has in store for you today because Mm. you never know what he has planned for you today because Mm. if you don't ask for him he's he don't automatically just he don't just be like okay she didn't ask I'm gonna just send it to her anyway you know what I'm saying you know he's I'm not saying like he's a pick and choose God but God loves when we ask him for things like that he's our father Mm -hmm. he loves when we ask him for things so if he has something that belongs to us he wants us to ask him for it so that's that's all you know my little partake on you know you missed out on a blessing because sometimes if you don't ask god for for the blessings for today you won't get them yeah yeah but i but do you think we can block our own blessings like i feel like what's for us is for us but us being humanly like Mm -hmm. i would say block maybe delay like strongly Mm -hmm. delay how you just compare with the car but i just feel like sometimes it's humans girl we might can like block it block it for real I think so too. I want to second on that too because we can't interfere with our blessings. Right. Like it may not. We like, interfere with God work all the yeah, time. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> because we because we become impatient and mm-hmm. when it's a, a see like He knows mm-hmm. when it's time. He knows when to give us these blessings. And sometimes mm-hmm. we just be like, okay, well, it's taking too long. Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and do this. Oh, okay, like, Abraham. You know, well, I'm gonna just go ahead and do this, and it's like. If you would have waited a little bit longer, that blessing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it came to. That's you know? exactly what Abraham said. God said he that you, he was gonna, he was gonna have many sons, but he wanted to go have his own son first. All right. Mm-hmm. And then he went back faith. and yeah, mm-hmm. and then but God still gave him what what he promised him. But he still Abraham still went out his way and did his own thing. So <laughs> yeah, right. I think you know us being selfish too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, plays a part. Yeah. I I didn't know, and step will tell you. I, like I said, I got a heart big as my body. I didn't mm-hmm. know the word no, girl. Like even in relationships, I feel like that nineteen year old girl. Like, like she's taking me back a little bit. She's getting she, yeah, vibes because I remember I couldn't even. I couldn't hey, tell babe. certain people no, like <laughs> certain guys, mm-hmm. because I thought you know. I gave people access to me that mm-hmm. didn't deserve it. Yeah. Ooh, and then when I gave them that access, the time I gave it to them, I should have scaled it back and started pulling mm-hmm. away. But like Girl. I said, 
we go through things in life and we needed those experiences yeah. to look back on while we're in our healing journey and while we're mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Like, now you knew you weren't supposed to be giving them that access that long. Like, girl, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you one thing girl. too. Like what? how you go into some place and get access denied or card declined. Girl, you know, trying to open the door. <laughs> girl. That, <laughs> that's it. Good. It's it. It's over with. The account only had two honey. Why are you trying to charge three? Mm-hmm. Over. Over. Mm-hmm. Definitely gotta cut the access off. Everybody can't have everybody can't have to access to you, right? Y'all gotta start thinking about MySpace days. You gotta have your top eight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody hey, can't be up top eight. Everybody yes. can't be up there at the top eight. You know what I'm saying? You gotta yes. have certain people up there. You gotta think about this. You know, you think about this, right? When you when you going through life, who are gonna be the uh people in your on uh, your front row seat at your funeral? Like you know what I'm saying? Those those are the relationships you have to build. And I know a lot of people would say, "Well, the family goes first, and then this." No, you who you need to make a decision (laughs) right now. That's why when it comes down to doing you 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 uterus uterus you say real fast so you don't trip. You yole. You know, to throw it back. You gotta start. Th- you gotta start thinking about that. To like, throw okay. it back even further, and this is like my grandmother rolling over around her grave, and my grandfather. He said, "They one thing they taught me, and this is where like that wisdom that we don't really see too many today have, because I feel like they're dying out and people are just mm-hmm. acting out. But certain wisdoms need to stick. Like everybody ain't your friend." Ooh. Mm-hmm. and don't call everybody them. ain't your friend everybody like my ain't your was partner. real big on me when I was growing up he was like Tempest that's not your friend okay mm. need to learn how to say their name and identify them as their name and they're my friend give them a title I'm not like, but you know what that comes from when we were kids it's like they're my friend they're my friend right here and then you're not my friend anymore oh and that God. is just straight up trauma <laughs> that mm. we're dealing with now we're so scared to end relationships with certain people because you're not my friend anymore that heartbreak first mm. heartbreak we're scared of those because we don't want to feel like how we felt when mm-hmm. we said you're not my friend anymore. Who right. wants to be that kid to say, well, dang, they ain't my friend no more. But when you become an adult, you have to learn how to say you're not my friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I respect you or whatever, but I cannot have you having access to me anymore. Yeah. Access denied. Me, you know, and it's- I did that last year with like one, two, three. I cut off like four people last year at different times mm-hmm. of year. And I, the one I had the longest out of all of them that I cut off, we were friends over eight years. I, I just politely sent her a nice little text. And I said, you know, this isn't the season for us. Girl, that's mm. the best way to put it. That's like, the best you know, way to put it. And, you know, maybe in a different season, a mm. different light, a different, you know, lens, maybe. But as for right now, our friendship is voided. Ooh. But and you know, one thing I, I, I was going to the best because I had to remove my people are energy suckers. Girl. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. One thing, <laughs> one thing I suggest that we should definitely get into the thing of saying and like, rewording it is when we say cut off 
oh, cut off. I say, you know, we need to remove yeah. ourselves. We need to revisit this in a different light. I try to make it not sugarcoated, but I try to like like she said earlier, you gotta give it with grace. Yeah. <laughs> like Oprah said and her, I have to send it to y'all. I have to send it. Like she did, she said she had to divorce a family member. And she said, and when you get some sense, mm. then you can come back to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, Auntie. Right now, we Auntie have, Oprah. We're not about to do this. Mm. Mm. So, Oprah taught me boundaries with friends, mm. but family? Girl, <laughs> Oprah. And it's showing Oprah. them how to, t- how to treat you. Yeah. Girl, still working Oprah. on the family. Oprah <laughs> taught me no. Yeah, and she said when the first time she ever said no when donating to certain children, you know, everybody would look for Oprah to donate to the to the kids. Mm. And she said one time she said no, and um, the guy I forgot his name, hell um, froze over. That he was like, no, he was just like, okay, cool. But see, she thought that she was going to get so much feedback because she said no, like, oh my god, mm. I said no, 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 and all he said was like, oh, okay, <clears> cool. Okay. Because that's a lot of respect, and 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 when you have people in your life, when you when they calling you with a drama, or when they when they you can if you can if you can look at that and tell that person, you know what, I love you, but I can't right now, or I don't have the energy for this, and when you say no, you I know I don't have it, or no, and they say okay, cool, no problem, those those people you keep, but the ones that's like oh. No, I mean I'm always there for you. You can't be here for me. I mean I'm just trying to, to go through this, or I'm asking you for this. Nobody ain't never no cut them people off because those people right. Well, not cut them off, but turn from those people. Turn from those people because those, like you said, are the energy suckers. Because anybody that has respect for you will respect the no. Yeah. Mm. I didn't even know I could, like I said, I didn't know no could be in my vocabulary. I kid you not. And it's a statement. That's Last it. Year, and like I said, family, you know, family and all, we, we put family on a pedestal because it sounds good, but it's just a word. It's just like, it, it, it means nothing. We okay. can have the same DNA strand running through us, but guess what? Everybody's blood is still red. So it don't mm. really matter. But what I'm saying is to say this, for an example, I cut a family member off, and all I said was no. I ain't cut her off completely. I just said no to what she asked me for at that time. It created a whole family uproar. And I'm just like, (laughs) all I said was no one time. And if I knew no was going to cause all of this, hell, I'd have told y'all asses no long time ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I literally said that to them. my aunt person called me and she thought she was being the, the, the angel from heaven. I said, and if you get on this phone trying to preach about what you know, guess what? No to you too. Respectfully on a tee. Matter of fact, hell no to you and F no to them. <laughs> like, everybody was like, Tiffany, changing. Oh, oh my God. Y'all see Tim? She doing that. I'm like, no, no I ain't she really got a tolerance. Here. Oh, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a boundary. Y'all can mm-hmm. say change it. Don't say Tim changes. Say Tim got boundaries. There you go. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> girl. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. So thank you so much, um, Tim, for coming on and being a part of the show. We had so much fun. I did. Uh, I'm glad you were able to make it. Uh, let our audience know your IG handle and um, where they can reach you at. 
Oh, um, Miss Extra Two T's is M S. The word extra spelled all the way out E X T R A. The number two T T S. Yes, and thank you to our listeners for joining for joining in today. Um, thank you, Crystal Jasmine, for being here as always. Um, so for our audience, um, our listeners out there, um, please leave a review, like, and subscribe to our podcast. Also, if you would like to support our show, you can donate to our uh, Patreon. Guys, we finally got a Patreon. I got approved. But um, <laughs> definitely donate to our Patreon, and that will help us out. Um, it'll be able to help us provide more content for um, producing our show. Um, don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Calling the Girls Podcast. Um, we would um, we would love to have you guys join a part of our community um, remember we release the episode every Wednesday so if you'd like to be a part of the show DM us or email us at callingthegirlspodcast at gmail.com all the links will be in the description box below as well as our individual Instagram pages um, and YouTube channel as well but until next time bye Bye. 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 Have a good one.